From up in the nosebleeds to down to the 50-yard line, wherever you watch the game, this is the place to sound off. Sports Talk with Jock on 770 CHQR. This weekend is a first in the National Football League. There will be two female coaches in the same game, plus an official. Sarah Thomas will be the official. Callie Brownson will be on the bench for the Cleveland Browns. And Jennifer King will be with Washington's still-yet-to-be-named football team. An interesting situation indeed. We're going to dive into that topic with someone who's already done it. The first female coach in the National Football League. She was with the Arizona Cardinals a few seasons ago. Dr. Jen Welter joining us. And Jen, thank you very much. Uh, you must feel like a valedictorian. The class has graduated. And now you got your students going out into the field there with three people being involved in that Washington-Cleveland game. <laughs> well, it definitely is a uh, family affair for women in football and uh, couldn't be happier to see it. Uh, believe it or not, I was just texting with uh, Sarah Thomas a few minutes ago. Okay. okay. Is she is she uh, aware of the, you know, the unique situation that she's in? Uh, she is. You know, Sarah is such a grounded, humble person who just really is, you know, a, a student of her graft in terms of being the ref the best rep that she can be. Um, mm-hmm. I was I was giving her props because I was happy to see she finally got a snapback and we could see her blonde ponytail in, in the game over on Monday night. It was like my favorite part of that game. So um, she is happy to be um, that person who shows little girls what's possible. You started with Arizona, the Cardinals. Uh, take us through your duties there. And you must have felt like a bit of a pioneer when the Cardinals came calling. Yeah, sure. I mean, you know, there had never been a female on the sidelines as a coach before I was with Arizona. And for me as a longtime football player and somebody who at the time was, you know, coaching in indoor football, um, the, the power of that was that, you know, other people could look at it and think, you know, I could do that too. And I think that's what we're seeing now in the league with several women. And obviously, you know, two women going to be looking across the field Interestingly enough, we we had that um, in the Alliance of American Football. We had three coaches in the very first season that were female. So um, there is definitely traction, and great women have been um, involved in football for a long time, and, and now they're getting the spotlight. So that's beautiful to see. Dr. Jen Welter joining us tonight. And, uh, you know, the situation is you had played, had familiarity with the game concepts and the root rituals of football. So I'm sure that made the transition somewhat easier. Absolutely. Um, You know, the the opportunity for me to coach um, in men's pro football came from having played in men's pro football um, and really earning the respect of the guys on on the field as as a baller and somebody who you know knew what was going on and so you know Wendell Davis who was the first person to make me a coach kind of said it was a no-brainer she was great at the guy at the game and the guys all listened to her and respected her so he wasn't doing it to make a statement that you know we feel it's time to have a woman he saw like you know it's kind of that old saying game recognizes game and he thought it would help his football team um and then when Bruce Arians made that decision to bring me into the Cardinals, he could look at what we had done with the revolution to know that it worked. He could look at my game film and know I was a baller. And he actually also loved the fact 
that I had a master's degree in sports psychology and a PhD in psychology and just bottom line thought I could help this football team. Well, did you have to use that PhD knowledge to, you know, maybe get some of the players to at least initially respect you and maybe uh, give you the attention and the recognition you deserved? Um, you know, credit goes to the players. Um, they really were excited to be a part of history. I don't think I needed a PhD for that. They had done their homework before I I got into Arizona. They had watched my game films. Like, they really knew everything about me. Um, and, again, they were excited to be a part of a historic change in the National Football League. However, when it comes to my PhD, I will say it's an absolute um, advantage because one of my areas of specialty was coach-athlete communications. And so we really developed great relationships, um, and I think I, I excel in developing those relationships based on trust and love. And when you have those things, that you can, you can obviously make somebody a better football player. Jen Welter joining us, a coach with Arizona, first woman in the NFL to coach. Did some of the current coaches, you mentioned the AAF, you mentioned the NFL, have other coaches, female coaches, seeking to break into this male-dominated role? Have they talked to you and used you as a resource and a mentor? Um, We all are really pretty tight in the women's football community. So, yeah, we've definitely interacted. I think it's it's a strong, you know, sisterhood that's coming up. Um, Callie Brunson, for example, um, was a teammate of mine with Team USA. So we have played on the field together. We've also played against each other. Jennifer King was in the Alliance of American Football when I was. Katie Sowers and I had a longtime rivalry on um, Kansas City, Dallas when we played and then also got to play with each other for Team USA and win gold medals. So um, there there aren't many people that we don't know. And then I have had, you know, a few of the coaches who, you know, just signed on with the Rams and the Broncos on the strength and conditioning side um, reach out and, you know, and and they know anytime I can help them, I, I absolutely will, even if it's just to, you know, to listen. Sure. Jen Welter joining us, first female coach in the National Football League. Uh, Jen, let's just throw this out there. Uh, Obviously, the uh, rituals of coaching are you become a position coach, then you move to being a coordinator, then you move to being a head coach. There's a lot of talk in the NBA that Becky Hammond, currently a lead assistant, could become a female head coach. Are we closer in the National Football League one day to a female, i.e. maybe you one day taking over the reins? Um, you know, I would love to see Beckingham and be a, a head coach in the yeah. NBA. I think, you know, there's there's a great relationship between the NBA and the WNBA and has been for a long time. Um, you know, you also have pioneers like Nancy Lieberman, who's been a head coach yeah. in the big three and in the NBA D-League. So, you know, I always think Nance could step into that role as well. She's a, a personal friend and a mentor. Um, I think... In terms of seeing a woman as a head coach in the NFL, absolutely you'll see it. Um, I know the head coach of the Cleveland Browns was outspoken when he hired Callie and said he would like to train her to be a head coach. And that's really what it takes is that, you know, that mentorship relationship to, you know, to look at what it takes to acquire the aspects of being a head coach, right? There's so much that goes into it, especially in football, 
because there are so many elements of the game. Um, and to have somebody who's really committed to working with you and, and building in for you for a long time. You know, I know Katie Sowers has had a long-time relationship that started with the Falcons and then, you know, went when Shanahan went to the 49ers. So that's something you can see develop as well. Um, I was a head coach of the Australian women's national team when they fielded their first team. And the only reason I really felt like I could do it is because I had two of the best uh, coordinators um, that I'd ever played for with me. And I knew what those guys were capable of. They knew me. And we were really, I would say, like a three-headed monster of a good team um, where I let them do all the football and tried to, you know, I, I gave them input mm -hmm. but would, would let them do it. And they let me, um, you know, really handle the things that, as they said, they, they didn't like. Um, you know, they, they would rather be on the tape and they would let me handle the uh, – the politics. So there's, you know, there's a, there's a football balance and then there's a political finesse and there's also, you know, player evaluation interactions with a general manager. So um, I think football will take longer than the NBA, not necessarily because of lack of capabilities of women, but just because of the, you know, the intricacies of the game and the, the sheer size of the roster. And, you know, you have, offense, defense, special teams, um, and so many elements that they really need to get um, all of those knowledges working together. Yeah, together, yeah, because, you know, the playbooks are the playbooks, but as you say, a head coach, and really in any sport, uh, after a while, is player management and player communication and a few things like that. Jen, obviously you have a deep and, uh, you know, great background in football, but when you're in social settings, do you sort of find people looking at you a little sideways when you start talking football, or do guys kind of, you know, wonder what you know, and all of a sudden you spew all this football knowledge and you become the most knowledgeable person in the room there? <laughs> Um, you know, yeah, those situations are pretty fun. Um, I always have people like, you know, I think in their minds, like I'm a lot taller cause I'm around all these guys all the time. So I'll kind okay. of get, um, people that are like, Hey, you know, you kind of look like that coach, but she's a lot bigger than you. And I'm like, Oh, really? Oh, okay. You know? So, um, I don't think it, it leads with that, but then if football is on and the conversation, um, comes up, they're like, oh, man, you really know the game. And and I have guy <laughs> friends of mine, of course, who get the biggest yeah. kick out of it because, you know, they'll do it. And I've, I've been in, like, um, situations before where, like, we're talking football, and I've had people stop dead, and they're like, that was just the coolest thing. Like, she really knows ball. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. So it's fun. It's fun, but when people get the um, – when they see it, they're like, oh, man, that's so cool. And I think it it really opens their minds to something that rightfully so they haven't seen a lot. But it, it you know, kind of anytime you come in contact with somebody who stretches the bounds of your imagination, I think it makes us all better. Fair enough. Dr. Jen Welton joining us, first female coach in the National Football League. Final thoughts, Jen. Anyone listening, there are females. There's a female football team and a female football league here. Of course, not playing this year for obvious reasons. But any thoughts to people that are involved, females involved in football? What, what do you say to them today? Um, you know, to all the women in Canada who, I mean, you guys really do have a, a love of football, both in the youth and the women's league. Um, I've interacted with some of them. Um, 
we the women's world championship when I coached Team Australia was actually in Vancouver. Um, mm-hmm. I had the pleasure of launching NFL Play 60 there, and um, unfortunately, the, the players on Team Canada might not like me that much because Team USA played Team Canada in the finals, um, both in 2010 and 13, and so they got silver and I got gold. Um, <laughs> so there's a little bit of you know a back and forth there, but. Yeah. Um, you know, the love is so rich, and I just really encourage them to to follow that passion and to realize that, you know, every time you step on the field, you're winning because they still call football the final frontier for women in sports. And when we do it and we do it well, we really do send a message that there's no game we cannot play and no field we do not belong in or on. And all of you are leading that in Canada and the passion is just so beautiful and wonderful. And I can't wait till we travel again because um, I love all my trips to Canada. I really do. And I, I love the CFL too. I was, I was devastated that you guys weren't playing this year. Um, Cause coming from indoor football, you know, coming from indoor football, we have, we have the high motion and um, there's just so many uh, very fun parts of of CFL football that I love. Although being a defensive girl, like seeing all of those players in, in high motion gives me hives, right? Cause it's really yeah, hard to cover, but you know, but I think that the games are just outstanding and I've, I've actually had great conversations and reception from um, some of the very best in Canadian football who have embraced me. Um, Damon Allen is a good friend. Warren oh, Moon is yeah. a good friend, um, you know, and, um, and, and they have all kind of reached out and support me because they overcome came odds themselves. Um, and so I, I have a deep love for, for CFL and the leadership that you guys have in football. So I can't wait till you get back on the field and to the women, trust me, I know it's, it's hard to be off the field, but you are making a difference um, every time you step on it and, and play the game to the highest level. Jen, really appreciate your insights. Maybe you'll come up to a, a training camp as a guest coach, and that'll evolve into something in the CFL. Who knows? But, Jen, I want to thank you for taking your time, some fabulous insights, and uh, keep fighting the good fight. And Maybe we'll see even more females on the field, officiating, coaching, whatever. It should be a lot of fun. For sure. I have no doubt we will. And, and thank you for uh, supporting something different and telling those stories. It, it really matters it, to all of, you know, not only the men who play and see it um, and the, the dads who take pride in it, but the, the women who have that, that belief that you just, you know, I am sure you fanned a few flames with this conversation. And you as well. Thank you very much, Dr. Welter. You got it. Have a good one. Jen Welter is the first female coach in the National Football League. Some really interesting insights from her. Great to catch up with her. We'll take a time out back with a special football guest right after this break.